Hi everyone, Daniel Ramsey here, the CEO of My Outdesk and the host of Scale the Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to having conversations that unlock the exact formula and strategies multi-million and billion dollar companies use to scale their business. How'd you find out about My Outdesk? I'm kind of curious and love to hear your whole story and all that. Sure. So um, I actually was going to an appointment somewhere and I noticed that the receptionist was never there when I would arrive for the appointment. And so when I, uh, the, per- the appointment actually happens to be um, a friend of mine who owns that company. And so, you know, I, I said, look, I, I've been coming for like a year. I haven't seen, you know, your receptionist. I keep me, I, I keep meaning to like check in with her and, and, you know, ask a couple questions. And she said, oh, well, I'm using, it's actually someone else is who she told me about. And she said, it's great. You know, they're virtual and they're real easy to work with. Um, And so I did research and I actually contacted that company and we couldn't get information that we needed. We really didn't understand how they were operating. So then that led me to do some more research and that's how we found my outdesk. And so uh, that was the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And I'm happy to do this because I'm so appreciative of the communication with the organization and, and we absolutely love our virtual assistants. They're, they're fantastic. In the pandemic, just not having the administrative support that we needed, that we finally pulled the trigger and, um, and secured, I think we were going to get one or two virtual assistants, but I think we, we ended up getting six. Story of my life, by the way. That's, that's, that's always what happens. Once you get a couple, it's like, okay, give me time. Give me five, give me 10. What, what yeah. caused you to get over the hump that I, you, I heard pain, but what, what was the communication like, or what did you make the choice? Cause it's a pain in the butt to, to teach somebody how to do the job. It's deflective actually to driving revenue and running a business because you got to take time to teach them how to do something new, but you know, you need that person in order to drive revenue and grow the company. And so it's like this, it's counterintuitive, right? Most people, it's just, it's just, it's tough. Yeah. um, No, I mean, it's a really good question. I think, um, I think it was a combination of of things. Um, Just uh, not just having the administrative staff stretch so thin. Um, You know, I kept saying to myself, you know, how are we not accomplishing these tasks? How are we, not, you know, going through the whole process? How are we not doing, you know, everything that we need to? Um, And so we actually took out um, a board. Um, All of our staff have position descriptions that describe their duties, but there's other duties as a sign um, that it doesn't account for. And so we took out a rather large board and we wrote down everything on there that they were responsible for. And then really looked at it. If, if I gave, you know, this set of 10 minutes or 15 minutes, you know, to do um, these uh, tasks, uh, realistically, how many tasks could I get done in a day uh, for a board full of tasks that actually have to be completed um, on a daily basis? So it was really, it was something that was very simple, but writing it down really made it real what our administrative burden was. Um, so I think understanding, you know, what your limitations are as an organization, understanding your 
resources that you have, the capability of your staff, and then having an idea of what you want your VAs to focus on and how you're going to train them, um, I think is extremely important. So it was that, it was the pandemic and just, just really paying for job vacancy after job vacancy and getting no applicants for over a year. And, uh, and then uh, we did use a recruiting firm where we were bringing in folks who had degrees and very impressive backgrounds, but they could not do the, the tasks that were required of them. And I think we went through, I want to say 15 or 20, and not one of those people made it through. And, and I don't consider us to have very hard tasks they're tedious, you do them enough and you commit them to memory, but there are a lot and um, you have to be able to type, you know, some of these folks couldn't type, you have to be able to have customer, good customer service and a variety of uh, attributes that, you know, are complementary to what we do and in interacting with customers. So because of all of that, I, no matter how much it hurt or we didn't have time, we finally said yes. Um, so all of our virtual assistants are very nice, very professional. They have the best customer service that I've ever come across. Um, and so they're genuinely nice people individually, but they're doing really, really well, better than anybody we've ever brought in off the streets. And so very, I'm very impressed. I always talk about camaraderie and promoting esprit de corps um, and team building. And, you, you know, I always say, you know, the one thing that differentiates us from another organization is how we act, react, and interact with one another and respect um, our staff and invest in them. And treating them well is why they want to, in return, invest back in our organization. And our VAs absolutely have that mindset. They're, if, as long as they're happy, they're driven to stay in the organization and they're committed to that. Um, and, and again, I think how they become happy is um, including them, being respectful, training them, and, and that's really all they want. Um, and so if they're happy, they'll stay with your organization um, for as long as you'll let them. And this is something that they've communicated uh, to me. And, you know, it's not always the case, you know, when you have uh, lower level administrative positions or mid-level, um, you'll have folks come in and you might have them leave, you know, in six months to a year. And then every year you're retraining staff. Um, and so these folks already come in with a different mindset. They want it to work and they want you to succeed because if you succeed, um, then they can remain part of your organization. And so they always are, again, my folks are always so nice and just so appreciative of everything. I don't think they really know since they've come on board how much we appreciate them and how integrated they are with our organization and how much their willingness to say and let us continue to feed them with the, the fire hose. We appreciate more than they know. Well, they will after this video, Shannon. We'll make sure that you can see this. <laughs> hey, I, I really appreciate your time, your service to our country, and just your willingness to share your journey. Um, thanks for being here today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.